Hey everybody, this is Hunter Williams. Today's going to be episode 151 of the NeuroEdge podcast. As always, my sincerest gratitude go out to you for listening today to improve your health, life, and everything about yourself. The name of today's episode is, What Does Leadership Look Like? And you know, this is something with the start of football season that I often think back to is leadership and this idea of leadership and what that really means. And for my whole life, it was a term that often got thrown around of, hey, this person's a leader, this person's a leader, you got to be a better leader. What does it mean to be a leader? All these different things. And obviously, there's tons of different books out there that relate to leadership in every field, whether it's business, athletics, relationships, anything like that. And for the longest time, I kind of took it for granted what it meant to be a leader. I never really went through the mental exercise of thinking that out and thinking about what it means in my own life to be a leader and how everyone can show up as a leader. And I think a lot of times we shrug off leadership to people that have titles and people that are in positions of quote unquote authority. Whereas I really think having thought through this and just kind of thinking about this and writing about this the last couple of days, that it's something that we all should bring on as a character trait. And it's something that we all can improve about ourselves and become better leaders for people around us, but also in our own lives. And I think that's a lot of thing. A lot of times something people take for granted is that you are a leader first in your own life. And then that branches out to how you interact with and lead other people around you. And a lot of people don't have them have the conception of themselves as a leader, but I think that's something that, again, everyone should bring on. So before I jump on into everything, always don't forget, if you get any sort of resonance, any sort of value benefit out of these podcasts, I'd love for, for you to leave a like, comment, subscribe, or on the YouTube channel, or if you listen on the podcast app, you can leave a review on there. That really helps the algorithm and kind of helps push it through there to help people get on board with this message. And we've had a lot of people coming onto the YouTube channel lately, which is great. So that being said, let's jump on into leadership. So what does it mean to be a leader in your life? For me, so I'll just give a quick backstory of my own life real quick. I was heavily involved in sports growing up. And a lot of times I was, and I don't say this in any bragging sort of way, but I was one of the better players on the team. Not so much by any means because of my talent. It was just because I took sports really seriously and I worked really hard at them. I put in a lot of effort and a lot of time into practicing. And I probably could have done more, but I put in a lot of effort and time into practicing outside of just the normal routine practice that you have when you're growing up on teams and your high school teams and all that stuff, and even in the college. And so I always kind of viewed leadership through the lens of sports growing up. And I think that's one of the great things about sports is it teaches you all of these different qualities and character traits that help develop you into a person as you get to be older and become an adult. And so I always viewed leadership through the lens of sports. And typically in sports, you have younger players and older players on a team growing up. And then obviously, as you go through school and college and all those things, you have people that you look up to on the team. And to me, there were always leaders on those teams. So for instance, on a football team, 
maybe you're a freshman and then you're going to have seniors on that team. Typically, you might have on a football team anywhere from like 20 to 30 seniors. And of that group, there's usually like five or six guys that would be called the quote unquote leaders, mostly because of their talent and their skill set and how they play as being one of the better players on the team, but also in what they do off the field. So how they carry themselves off the field, what they decide to do with their bodies and their time off the field and how serious they treat the sport. And if you're a coach who's also the leader of the players in an organization like that, part of leadership is actually building up other leaders within your organization that younger people and newer people can come into and latch onto and see the type of culture that is built and the type of environment that is created in order to build for success. And so that's kind of the sports lens for leadership. Obviously, this can be trans translated and transplanted into businesses where you have the same thing. You have new people come to an organization. You have people that are there and they are leaders within that organization and they build on the culture and on the values of that organization in order to build something great. Now, as you will see in the business world, some organizations have great leaders that create great culture, that create great habits and things within their company, and some not so much. And you have companies that fail and go out of business or companies that people just hate working for. And so leadership is really key in that. Now, what I want to talk about is today getting into it is what does leadership look like for you? And so I mentioned this briefly before, but I really think we are all leaders in our own life. So before we can lead other people, we actually have to lead ourselves. We have to be in charge for our own life. We have to be the one that says, hey, this is how I'm going to live my life. If you don't at least do that to some degree, it's going to be really hard to lead other people because you're going to be scattered. You're going to be all over the place. You're not going to have a set of values and beliefs and protocols for how you go about living your life if you can't lead yourself first. So the first thing, if you think that you want to be a leader or you know deep down inside that you're being called to be a leader. And again, a lot of people don't feel this way, but I think there's more people out there that have this deep inner calling that know that they are meant to lead in some sort of fashion or capacity. Yet they ignore it because they just tell themselves, oh, I'm not a leader. It's kind of like being an introvert or an extrovert. You just tell yourself, oh, I'm an introvert. Therefore, I can't go out and talk to people, which is not true. It's just a label that you're putting on yourself as with anything that goes in life. And so when we talk about leadership, it is recognizing first, hey, I'm going to be the leader of my own life. So what does that look like? Well, to me, one of the most important things is setting the standard for what you will and won't tolerate. So that could be with anything. Like I talk about all the time, that could be your health. It could be your business. It could be your relationships. But you have to be the one that puts your foot down and sets a standard for what you want your life to look like. And again, we're not always going to be able to control every single aspect of everything that happens around us. We can't control the economy. We can't control all these different things. But what we can do is control exactly how we go about working, exactly how we go about our habits, exactly how we go about these things. And a lot of times people think like, oh, that's just someone that's more disciplined or whatever. I actually believe it's being a leader in your own life. So setting the standard for what you will and won't tolerate just in terms of the behavior from yourself. And that's the first part. You have to recognize that and say, okay, there are things that, about myself that I know I should do better. I know that I can do better. And I'm going to put my foot down and be the one that says, hey, this is not behavior that we're going to tolerate if it doesn't serve me and doesn't help put me on my mission to where I want to go. So that is the first thing is becoming a leader 
of your own life. Before you go out and lead other people, you really have to do that. And what's great about that is once you start to do that, people actually naturally gravitate towards you. So when you set standards for your life and you say, I'm only going to tolerate certain things, I'm only going to behave in a certain fashion that leads me to where I want to go, people are going to say, wow, something's different about that person. Because a lot of people can't do that. A lot of people can't set standards for themselves. Being a leader is about setting standards, setting standards for yourself and then also eventually for other people. And so when you can do that, you're actually going to attract people, whether that's at your workplace, whether that's in relationships you have, even if it's just in your own family, that are going to be like, wow, that person's making a change in their own life. They're leading in a way, so to speak. And a lot of people won't think about that as leadership, but it really is. When you start to set standards for yourself, you become a leader of your own life. And then that's going to put you on the path to lead other people. And that can be, again, in athletics, it can be in an organization. So when you start to do that, and that's where in my life that I rose to become a leader in sports. So I said, okay, this is how I'm going to pay them. This is the way I'm going to treat my body. This is the way I'm going to train. This is the way I'm going to show up and learn my craft, whether that's in watching film or practicing or not slacking off or how I sleep. All these different things, when you set standards for yourself, all of a sudden you become an example in that organization or the organization that you created for other people to say, oh, well, that's what I want to be. That's the person I want to look up to and, and be like in my life. And then leadership becomes a lot easier when you're leading other people, when you've set the standard for your own life, because you are practicing what you preach. Everybody loves to say that phrase, you know, practice what you preach. Leaders practice what they preach. They first look at themselves, look how they can improve, look how they can set standards in their own life. And then that becomes a standard by which everyone around them begins and wants to operate by. And the great thing about that is say you're an organization and you set the standard for leadership. So, okay, this is how we're going to act in our business. People are either going to be on board with that or they're not going to be on board with that. And the good thing about that is when you set certain standards for yourself, people are either going to strive to look up to those standards or they're going to say, hey, that doesn't really jive with me. That's not what I want to do. And that's okay. And they can move on and be separate from whatever your mission is and whatever you're trying to achieve. And so leadership, as much as it is about getting people on board, it's about separating people that aren't on board with your mission to eliminate them from uh the creation of whatever vision you have for your company, team, whatever it may be. So again, leadership really boils down to setting standards for yourself. Before you can lead other people, you have to lead yourself. And that's why I will always point the finger back at myself whenever I'm looking at something I want to change, improve, or whatever, rather than going out and blaming other people in the world, blaming things that are outside of my control and that I can't do to uh, control my own life versus saying, hey, how can I make this better? What are the standards I can set for myself? And then how do I attract people around me that also believe the same thing and then help them become leaders? So that's kind of the three levels of leadership. If there are three levels, I'm sure there are tons of different theories and everything about that, which is great. But first, lead yourself, then lead other people, and then help those other people become leaders themselves. And that's how you really build and instill values that trickle down into generations to come whether that's through things like a sports team or a business, an organization, nonprofit, whatever it may be. Leadership is really about leading yourself first, 
building up others around you to have the same sort of values and standards that you hold yourself to, and then eventually helping pass that on to them so they can do the same for other people and then perpetuate different things like culture, um, greatness, all these different things that are out there that really help drive the uh, needle forward in the progression of humanity, the development and the uh, flourishing of the human race. So that being said, thank you so much today. Hope you've got a little nugget out of this. If you get anything today, just know that leadership first is within and real leadership is about setting standards that you hold yourself to because that's how you're going to hold people to other standards that eventually will reflect in you being a leader. So thank you so much for tuning in today, guys. Really appreciate it. And I will talk to you guys soon. Peace.